0: Josh is going to be very tough to beat. You always have to go with a guy who's considered the best in the world by far.
1: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be. Josh
2: Josh
1: Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, and the home team. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Party like a rock star or
0: like you just got your second shot of the vaccine. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team. And as you know, we go live until 5. And as you probably know, We're live on ESPN 106.3. We're live worldwide on smart speakers. You just say play ESPN 106.3. got to say that or you hear Max instead. And we're also live on the ESPN app. Hit live stations. Scroll down to West Palm. Bam. There we be. I actually heard the show from the south of France one time just to see if it actually worked. Because we talk about being worldwide. Yeah. And I wanted to know whether it was the case. So I actually tapped it and it turned out it was true.
3: Wow, nice and to know. It was
0: Kenny, and it was Dean, and it was Brian, and Ken was talking about like, "Do you like hot dogs?" I like hot dogs. And I go, "That's enough," <laughs> and then I tuned out immediately. Speaking of uh, second doses of the vaccine, a uh, big boy Chris Coquel is excited because you got your first dose. What on Tuesday of this week? Monday. On Monday. Monday of this week. So, so you like you can see the finish line because you've been living in a great state of fear and dread and concern. You've taken this virus very seriously. You have great concern for you and your family, and now you can see that finish
2: line. Like, you feel good. April 5th, couple weeks, staying away from people, isolating, even though they say the first shot has a lot of the immunity already there for you. Sure. Until I get that second one and I give that two-week buffer, I will continue to avoid all people except for the people in this building. But you feel 10
0: times better now, mentally, emotionally, than you did on Sunday.
2: Oh, 100%. Right, I mean.
0: 100%. Is it safe to say 10%? I mean, uh, 10 times? Or is it more than 10 times? Maybe 11. Maybe, okay, maybe 11. 11 times. Like Spinal Tap, this one goes to 11.
2: But uh, it is it, it is such a mental, more mental than physical, obviously, because sure. I've just, again, been living in complete fear and yeah. wondering when am I going to be able to go to New York to see my mom again. And that there's actually like, holy cow, I might actually go in the summer and see her now. Or I am going to go in the summer and see her. So
0: now you can start to see like plans and normalcy in resuming these things. It's been a long year. It's been a strange year. It's been a very hard year. Half a million Americans are no longer here in this year because of this virus. We're not here to play Debbie Downer. We're here to tell you that people like Coquel getting the vaccine, people like his mom getting the vaccine, and will be on the path to getting that hug again, sitting down at the table together again, and not taking these things for granted. I mean, a lot of people learned a lot of lessons. You know, for number one, you can't get time back. Don't take for granted. Well, I'll do it next time. You know, I always live, well, at least the last decade, of my life and career there's a concert I want to go to I'm going there's a trip I want to go on I'm going I'm taking off now I'm gonna find a way to work it out now but I'm not waiting till the tour comes back around because things like this happen as much as we felt bad about what we could and couldn't do in the last year you know last spring summer I'm like this sucks this concerts not happening. that festivals not happening this gala's not happening there were people that had a bucket list that were like listen You've got about six months left to live, and you're going to feel great for five and a half months. You're going to feel normal. The last two weeks, it's going to start to shut you down, and then that's it. And those people like, I'm going to go see Elton John in Atlanta, and then I'm going to go out to California and walk with the Redwoods, and i got a whole plan, and I'm just going to do it. And everything got shut down. Travel, parks, concerts, everything. Those are the people I think of when it's like, oh, it sucks that this got canceled, no Sunfest for two years. The folks that had limited time, they taught us all, do it when you can.
2: Yeah, that time goes really it's I mean, it feels like it's been three years. Like it yeah. has extended. So like the one year of missing a year of your normalcy. Mm-hmm. And again, for some people that could be the end of your normalcy. Sure. It feels like it's so I can't believe it's only been a year.
0: For little kids, you feel bad, right? For little kids and for like the high school graduates, you feel bad that were cheated out of proms, that were cheated out of that experience. But I always go back to the folks that knew they only had six months, eight months, four months to live. And now they just got to sit at home and do nothing and run the clock out. And for, for them, that's what my heart breaks for. Yeah, for them. That's brutal. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a rough year. Uh, there's no there's no way around it. It was challenging in every way possible. I don't think as well. I don't speak as well. I don't function as well as I did a year ago. And that's because of a car wreck. Gave me another uh, concussion. And possibly there's some COVID damage that's involved there as well. Because I got it twice. I got the summer version from Dean. You know, his UFC variant with Jillian, the early July version. And then I got it, obviously, in middle, late January because I talked to a couple of dudes when I was eating pizza. that were like, you, Josh? It's, yeah, we're Rich as Steve. Fans So good. I thought that was you. And I talked to them for literally two minutes, and that's all it took, apparently, because that's the only human contact I had within six feet without a mask while I was eating pizza. And then on Monday, I was sick.
2: And then I came back, too. It was another part of your bad year.
0: And then you, and then you came back, which, made, which compounded things, uh, even, even more so. No, that's not true. You've actually turned out to be a godsend in a, in a weird, bizarre way. In one of those, like, wait, where'd that come from? You turned out actually to be a blessing in disguise.
2: Wow, thanks, Jeff. For
0: now, for now. But then again, it's only 10 after 3. We've got a long way to go. We've got a long way to go on this Freaky Friday. Uh, Christina today, we can't figure out the color of her leggings. They're not purple. Are they Plum.
3: I think they're plum. You said plum. I like plum. Because they're like, that kind of purple. Because
0: girls, women of all ages in lavender. leggings. Girls, women of all ages in leggings. The, the leggings are just sexy. Like athleisure wear sexy. Except for that color. That's the only color where they no longer are.
3: These are like my favorite. Ugh. These are about my favorite.
0: Get them in black. Maybe get them in lavender. White, get them in any other color. That color right there reminds me of like uh, swinger. Swinger. Single dad, nineteen late seventies sex party. (laughs) Isn't that like a seventies color? Yeah, that's a rough one. That's That's a a rough choice. It's a seventies plum kind of.
3: These are one of my favorites.
0: That's a a Jimi Hendrix crushed velvet jacket color. They're probably your fiance's favorite too. That you wear them out. (laughs) Yeah, because he's like, no one's looking at you. I'm safe. (laughs) We're all good on that. Uh, We got uh, we got a busy show today. We got busy NFL headlines, couple of major quarterback news and notes of note including the early news this morning, Cam Newton re-signed by the Patriots one year in a deal that could be worth upwards of $14 million. Immediately, everybody jumps to conclusions. And by everyone, I mean, I'm talking about people who cover sports for a living, people who are on sports radio, or some digital media of talking about, damn, Jared Stidham must really suck. Well, this isn't necessarily a reflection on, on Jared Stidham. Also, it doesn't indicate that Cam Newton is your starter. It doesn't indicate anything other than the Patriots are like, look it. If we can get a veteran at ten million dollars, who might be our starter, who might be a backup, who might not be here, who might be trade bait to go to Washington, there's value there. What does this What does this deal mean to you? Because i have seen everybody jump into conclusions by 11 a.m. this morning. Cam Newton, starter, New England. Wow, they're going to build around him. Not so fast. As Lee Corso would say, my friends.
2: I look at it as it's a value move no matter whether he's the starter it or is. not, because they're not they don't have a lot of money invested in Stidham, So they don't have a lot of money in the quarterback position, which is where you spend right. most of your money. Right. Now you're getting Cam a year healthier and a year in the system. Anyone who's listened to Cam talk after not having an offseason last year really hurt him.
0: Absolutely. And you could see that. Because he would tell the guys during the Monday night football meetings, you know, he would tell Lou Riddick and them. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm still trying to learn the system. I'm str- just trying to figure this out.
2: And you bring up COVID. He said that after COVID, he struggled to remember the plays. Mm-hmm. So his brain was not right those next three or four weeks that we all judge of, look how bad he looks now that he's back in the second half of the season. Yeah. So off injury, no off season, and then COVID brain, which is a real thing, sure. as you know. Um, yeah, yeah. He's going to be back with, again, Josh McDaniel's system, and they right. now have money to give him weapons. He, had, he wasn't thrown to anybody. It's last just
0: year. people need to, before you jump to the conclusion of, wow, the Patriots, and wow, and who saw this coming, and what Remember, we know that Cam Newton was never supposed to be their guy. And you say, well, how do you know that? Because if he was supposed to be their guy, they wouldn't have waited until June 29th to sign him. He was a, le- you know. At last call, when you're leaving that bar at Cortland State <laughs> and, and they play Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks, you were hitting on that one girl all night and that was kind of going pretty good, but then you saw she left with her friends. And then you were hitting on that other girl, but then she just left with that other dude. And now is the final verse of Low Places. They're turning the lights on and you're taking something home. You Either you're going home with them or they're going home with you, Coquel. It's Cortland, New York. It's January. It's cold. And you just want something to keep you warm that night. Um, that was booty call Cam Newton. He was June 29th. He got the text from Bill Belichick that said, you up. He, <laughs>
2: Literally, he, you up. He was at the Dark Horse late night at quarter pitchers night.
0: The Dark Horse. Uh, when you were in college, they did quarter pitchers, what, from like seven to eight? And, was, th- and then it would go to a dollar? It went to
2: like 10. No. Yeah. What were the pitchers? It went like to 10. 30 ounces? Yeah, there was the small,
3: the you little, skinny little, little plastic. Mini, the mini
2: pitchers. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what would you get, Bush Light?
2: Yeah, I, Yeah. something like
0: that. Something awful? Uh, Christina, what's the least amount of money you ever paid for a pitcher of beer?
3: Least 20, amount of money?
0: You're twenty-three years old, so I imagine it was somewhere around twelve fifty.
3: <laughs> no, I think like I paid ten dollars for a pitcher. Ten yeah. dollars? Okay.
0: When Coquel and I were both in college, we were able to get pitchers like twins in Baltimore. Right 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 down by Camden Yards. Um I don't remember what street that was on, but it was right downtown Baltimore, Thursday nights. You can get pitchers between eight and nine PM for twenty-five cents. But it was this little white plastic, about 30 ounces of some horrible, <laughs> and you had to pay the cover to get in, don't forget.
2: Or it had like the ice tube in the middle that was really taking uh, up all the space. Yeah, the, oh ice, yeah. Tube, the ice tube. And there was never up, ice in it in Cortland anyway. No. It was just an empty plastic space a, in the middle. It's a
0: plastic tube that used to freeze, and like, oh no, it oh. makes it colder, but really just eats up 12
2: ounces. Milwaukee's best in there. Oh.
0: Milwaukee's best. The what it? Bush light. Some horrible, horrible cheap beers that you would get, and you'd pay, you know, three dollar, four dollar, five dollar cover to get in. So they were like, "Look at, you know, we're good because as soon as ten o'clock hits, now we're back on semi regular pricing."
2: Yeah, and they yeah. also know that you're paying quarter pitcher, quarter pitcher. The girl you're going to hit on that you're talking about right now doesn't want to drink the quarter pitcher so now no. you're buying shots, right? And then everything just goes from there.
0: College girls um, back then, it was like lemon drops, B fifty twos, mind erasers uh did you did you have the mind eraser yeah, period yeah p52s lemon drops mind erasers and then someone want alabama slammer or sex on the beach
2: yeah and then the guys tried to be cool doing the Jaeger bombs
0: I'm trying to do the bomb or mints was a thing too for a minute uh any of these ring a bell p52s
3: i well lemon drops i took last weekend those are sure. pretty common still yeah that's just um, vodka
0: and a lemon to suck on a little sugar on the rim maybe
3: no, I didn't we didn't suck on a lemon drop or anything like that. No, you
0: the lemon drop used to be take the shot glass, uh put sugar on the rim, fill it with vodka, then you get a lemon wedge, you drink the vodka, get a little sugar and then squeeze a the lemon in your mouth. That's it.
3: Yeah, we did, that's not how it is anymore. How do you it's do like, it now? It's like a whole shot, just called a lemon drop.
0: Oh, so they're like mixing in lemon juice with it? Yeah, with vodka. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. you get cheated. Those Figures. are lemon drops. Figures. Or it's just
3: absolute limon. <laughs>
2: like one of those flavored vodkas probably. Just is.
0: straight up. There's your lemon drop. Uh, Mind Racer, yes or no? No. Uh, B-52, yes or no? No. Alabama Slammer? No. Uh, Sex on the Beach?
3: I've heard it, never drink it or anything. A no. Mints? Heard, want to try, never have.
0: And finally, a Jägermeister?
3: Had, yes. Southern Comfort? No.
0: Southern Comfort. Grand Marnier.
3: No. Grandma, te- Grand
0: Marnier had a minute.
3: What was
2: in a snake bite?
0: Oh, I don't remember.
2: Yukon Jack and Southern Comfort maybe? I
0: remember disgusting shots. that had nothing to do with alcohol. Where they would take like milk and some kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Milk and sour mixer, like cement mixer.
2: Yeah, So it wished around. Yeah, right there.
0: so there was like no booze in it. But when you put it in your mouth, it just turned into like a giant phlegm ball. Because the ingredients, the dairy mixed with the citrus sour, and it created like a rubber cement, huge loogie in your mouth. So the whole idea was just to make people have the disgusting texture in their mouth. Let's get back to Cam Newton being you (laughs) you up, Bill Belichick's booty call. I'm sure you've thought of this. He was never their plan. He was never their target. He was never their guy. And we know that because they didn't need him, want him, or get him until June 29th, where they gave him a million bucks.
2: And I think he exceeded their expectations, where everyone else is thinking he was so bad. He had to. He was such a culture guy and seems to have really bought into what they were doing that they were like, all right, we know we have a guy, a veteran presence that young players look up to because they don't have Tom Brady anymore. So they do need someone in that quarterback room that people look up to. And dudes look up to Cam. How surprised
0: surprised were you that he was a culture guy, that he was a locker room leader guy, that uh, he was okay with it all throughout? How surprised were
2: you? I wasn't shocked because usually the knock on Cam is when he pouts when he loses because he wants to win. Right. And people over-exaggerate about the things he says when he can hear the other press conference going on behind him. Like, he's an emotional player who wants to win, and he's older now, and he also knows his limitations a little bit. I wasn't shocked at all. We
0: never saw him get benched, though. We saw Brian Hoyer get benched. Jaron Stidham get the second half of that Monday night game. But we didn't see, because I figured Cam Newton may not get the start, and then we're going to see Cam Newton go, you know what, I don't need to be here. Trade me. Cut me. It's fine. I don't mind. We weren't going to see rah-rah cheerleader sideline clipboard holding Cam Newton while Jared Stidham or somebody else learned on the job. That's, I think, when we would have seen what he was made up as far as the character, the Patriot way, and you know consummate teammate guy. We saw him run for more touchdowns than pass, but we also saw him pass for fewer touchdowns than interceptions. So this was a weird year. He had 12 rushing, he had 8 passing, but he had 10 interceptions, right, if memory serves me correct?
2: Yeah, he didn't have that go-to receiver this year. No, They had no one to to go win those 50-50 balls, so he lost every single time. He was
0: just way more patriot culture, say the right thing, do the right thing than I thought he was going to be, but we didn't get a taste of what happens when he got set because he never did get set.
2: Also, he was on a minimum contract one-year deal. You kind of have to buy in and be on your best behavior when you're on a minimum contract one year.
0: I don't know if you do, because at that point, you go, you know what? Just cut me. It's fine. I understand. I'm not right for here. Here's not right for me.
2: But he wanted that payday he got today from someone. And someone 14 million. I don't right. know if he went up there knowing he was physically hurt and then did the pout thing. I don't know if he would have gotten that 14 yeah. from someone else.
0: Doesn't mean just because you know what you're like. I know all the time what I'm supposed to do, but then I'm unable to actually do it. Like I know like I've been called prone to making bad decisions had a former co-host was like, you're just prone to making bad decisions. You know what you're supposed to do. Like Myers Leonard this week didn't know what the word meant. There's no way that he knew what that word meant. There's no way that he would do that voluntarily, intentionally while recording himself on a video. It's a different thing. Like if there's a hidden camera or you're in a restaurant and someone's shooting video at you and you don't realize it and you use the word... Then maybe, maybe like not. Riley,
2: like Riley Cooper.
0: Like Riley Cooper. He
2: didn't know right. he was being recorded. Right, but he knew what that word yeah. meant, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But with this word in the Myers Leonard situation, you go, well, the reason why I'm willing to believe he doesn't know what it means is because he knew he was being recorded. He was broadcasting himself. So that's really stupid on top of stupid, unless you're super-duper frustrated and angry. He's playing a video game. Um, In that instance, there you go, well, you know, you're aware of the case. Cam Newton, well, he... Is aware? Yeah, I mean it's minimum money, and yeah, I'd like to at some point. But all eyes were on whether or not he was going to be a team player. He was going to be a culture guy,s and be a, Belichick likes him. We've never heard Belichick, you know, not make excuses for, but empathize with and empathize for a quarterback. Then again, you know, it's been twenty five years since he had to because it was Tom Brady since you know in Drew Bledsoe since nineteen or the year 2000, 2001 on. But we've never seen Belichick go out of his way publicly and with the media in terms of his quarterback like we saw him do for Cam Newton. He likes Cam Newton.
2: You wonder now, I think everyone took those comments more of, this is a shot at Brady, but it really might have been, no, I really like Cam Newton. Now that we're seeing what's happening today.
0: Exactly. And it's proof. So the deal's $10 million. It can be worth up to fourteen with incentives. It does not mean Cam Newton is week one starter. It does not mean Cam Newton is backup mentor. It does not mean Cam Newton will be on the roster. You understand football. You understand the business of it. This could be grab him, sign him, then we'll trade him and get other things and other pieces that we want. It does not mean that New England's got their guy.
2: It also the draft is coming up, but it's a quarterback heavy draft. Correct. So we don't know what's going to go there, and there's a lot of these guys. Whether it's Mac Jones or the the one AA kid, was it Trey Lance, the North Dakota He's working hero, out today. who only played one game? Yeah, they're going to be project guys. They're not going to be ready right away. So Cam may just be a placeholder. This I think it's more of an indictment on Stidham than it is Cam or anybody else. And
0: I don't know if it's an indictment on Stidham. It's just a case of they really like Stidham. Or so they said, and they were willing to roll the dice on Stidham, and we know that because they made it to June 29th, and well, at least halfway through the 29th of June with Stidham before they went. But we saw when it was time for another guy, they went Hoyer, and Hoyer's replacement was Stidham, so he might not be the answer for sure. But he might—I mean—he's not getting paid regardless, but he might not be the answer for sure. I don't know if it's an indictment because if that were the case, wouldn't they have already just or no? Would they just keep him because?
2: I think they know he's going to be, he may be that journeyman backup forever who always knows the system, who's always there just in case, or if they draft someone and they miss completely. With Cam Newton running the ball, he plays so physical, you have to have some kind of fallback plan if he ends up being your starter. Who is
0: more likely to be the Patriots week one starter this fall? Is it Cam Newton or is it Ryan Fitzpatrick? Who's Uh, more likely? It's Cam Newton. Because Fitzpatrick won't be somewhere other than Miami?
2: No, I think Fitzpatrick's on the move. He's going to go try to compete for a starting thing. And you don't think else. it won't be in the AFC East? I just think you're not going to pay Cam and Fitzpatrick because you're kind no, of rolling the not. dice on both.
0: Right, but you paid Cam, and now you've got a piece that you say to Washington, this is your guy right here. This is your guy. I don't know if
2: Cam's that guy for anybody else yet, though. I think you would have to...
0: You know, when you scalp tickets, you, you like, you know, when you go out to the Coral Sky Amphitheater, you and I've actually stood outside the amphitheater on our way in and I had extra tickets and there's a dude looking to buy and the scalper's like, what you need, what you need. And either you want to deal with it. You know, I just give extra tickets away sometimes yeah, yeah. where I'm like, Hey, and people don't like, I go, you guys need tickets. And you know, it's a couple, they look like, they look like Christina, you and your fiance.
2: In, right? the, in the purple leg.
0: Early 20s, <laughs> early, early mid 20s. You know, they're hatchy type people. And, oh and they're gosh. kind of ignoring, they're kind of yeah. ignoring me. And I'm like, no, no, I have extras for free. I'm like, wait, what? Because at first it'd be in cold. Like, I won't buy nothing from you. And then go here, just these, these are, oh my God, thank you so much. Then there's nice about it. But there'll be a time in which some dude will be like, what you got? I'm like, I got two extra for the lawn. He's like, what you need? And I'm like, I need 60. And he's like, I give you 50. And I said, all right, take, take care. He's like, fine, I'll give you 60. So then he gives me 60 bucks. I give him the two lawn seats. Two seconds later, a dude goes, hey, what do you got? And he goes, I got two for the lawn. The guy goes, what do you need? He goes, I need 100 And right there, the Patriots might take Cam Newton and use him as the lawn seats and pay this 10 up to 14 and then get more value out of it from a Washington or somebody else.
2: I just don't know what the cap hit is in that situation. The NFL is so either. weird with that stuff with you're signing a guy and then trying to trade him away. Yeah. I also don't know what value Cam has to someone, again, who he was in the Patriots system, so they know what they're getting. Yeah. Would he be that same guy in a dysfunctional organization like Washington?
0: I mean, he would be a superstar in Washington. In New England, let's be honest, black quarterback in New England, with his not sti- really our with thing. Style too. And you're Cam would little, like my leggings. And you dress a little flashy. And you act a little bold and you do a lot of talking and you do a lot of taunting and new England, you know, let's be honest. Boston is always that town that loves their white sports heroes and are slow to accept the personality and the truth and the real of whoever their black sports stars are. That's just always been the case. They're the late adapters. The late adopters have been, have been time and time again, unless your name's bill Russell. Sorry. This is what it is. That's Boston. So, Cam Newton in Washington, I mean, that's a metropolitan area. A little bit more. Boston's not really his style. But D.C., New York, right there, this range in here, his fashion, his style, his flow. D.C. would love someone who... And they're coming off of Alex Smith, who's a liability for death purposes. Not about interceptions, but literally dying on the field. I've
2: never been more nervous with a quarterback. And that had nothing to do with what was going to happen with the football. It's just, is his leg going to fall off? He
0: entered the game his wife and his kids his little kids are in the stands and on the first play he gets it was it was Aaron Donald on his back Aaron uh-huh. Donald jumped on his back and I go he's going to die uh-huh. right now from his leg snapping in half and literally bleeding out on the field Aaron Donald jumped on his back Aaron Donald's feet weren't touching the ground you remember holding your yeah, breath
2: i was so scared please everybody. get up please get up please and get I'm up i'm not an alex smith fan i'm not a washington football team fan I was petrified.
0: I'm not an Alex Smith fan. I'm not a Washington football team fan. I just don't like to watch people die.
2: <laughs> like it was scary.
0: I'm a fan of people living. I'm not a fan of people dying in that spot. It was like, what the, but Cam Newton would be a superstar in DC.
2: Yeah. I'm not worried about the city itself. I'm talking about the organization is yeah. such a mess. Well,
0: I mean, they've been, but here he is. I'm the veteran leader. I've won the Heisman trophy, the national championship. I went to the Super Bowl. I was a league MVP. I'm your guy. Taylor Heineke showed us he could play in that spot. They didn't have much video on him, but you know, he made that Buccaneers game a little more interesting than it needed to be for a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's Superman die for the end zone. That's yeah, what I think of when I think of him. That dime that he dropped. Remember happening? that one drop
0: dime they dropped, left corner of the end zone? Mm-hmm. They dropped in the bucket. You're like, whoa, this kid can make some plays. You know, that that's legit. Uh anyway, it's a busy Friday. We got another quarterback to get to in the form of Tom Brady. Sports Center update, and we're gonna try and take, well, Christina to school today. Because she thinks it's still somehow, some way, the uh, generational jeopardy is slanted in my favor. And the reality is, she's right. It is. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3.
1: This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063.
0: Anajar
1: and Levine Accident Attorneys.
0: If you were involved in an accident, it happens. It happened to me May 1st of last year. Believe me, I know. If you got injured at work, you got workers' comp issues, medical malpractice issues, nursing home abuse and or neglect issues you just call Jean levine and they handle everything they make your life simple they see to it justice is served they see to it that you receive everything you rightfully have coming to you 1-800-747-free 1-800-747-free that's 1-800-747-3733 for responsive legal help from a great team of litigators that see it through start to finish to see to it justice prevails Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, friends of mine, and that team at Anajar and Levine. They don't just practice the law, they practice what they love. It is a Friday, and uh, we are in studio, and by we, it is me, Christina, it's J C KC, and then it is uh, CK, so you got the opposite thereof. Chris Coquel filling in for Kenny, who's traveling home from his FAU loss, which we predicted the night before, not last night. At this point, we're like, just win it all. If you're
2: going to get this close, win it all. Yeah, especially if it's going to be on the weekend and you're not supposed to be here anyway. So yeah. just, just win.
0: Well, I see FAU win, but unfortunately, that's not the case. So, uh, Kenny uh, apparently doesn't get home tonight until like 10 30 p.m., he said.
3: He told me 11, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then he totally forgot about the segments he normally prepares for whoever it is that <laughs> is doing the show. <laughs> ah. Which is fine because we're good on that, but he's going to pretend like, oh, I, w- I, I didn't send that. And then real quick, he's typing. no, are like, dude, stop.
2: He did. After after saying it, now all of a sudden there's three random stories just pushed <laughs> together. So, <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Uh, time for a Sports Center update, and today it is being brought to you by. John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning, 561 863 6750. Sports Center begins right now. The New England Patriots re sign quarterback Cam Newton to a one year deal. $14 million potential if incentives are met comes in at $10 million. Some surprised by the move, including NFL insiders who believe this could be a value play. I'm with Matt Hasselbeck. I'd be shocked if their plan was to start. Cam Newton, weeks 1 through 17 of this coming season. I'm with Matt Hasselbeck, not Matt, excuse me, with Brother Hasselbeck on this. I'd be shocked. Brother Hasselbeck, that's his name now? I mean, Tim, Timothy. Uh, Those boys got some bad genes when it came to follicles. Yeah. They were both bald by college.
2: It didn't work out for them in that, but things have worked out for them in other ways.
0: Don't forget, Tim was famous because he married the chick who almost won Survivor. Elizabeth.
2: Yeah, that was it. she was more famous than him. He
0: was a backup for the Bills.
2: Which one was the one that went on the little run there for a little bit? Was that Matt? That was Matt.
0: Oh, well, Matt, you know, Matt scored the first touchdown in the Super Bowl. They took it back. He had that sneak. Seahawks versus Steelers. Ben's second year, that's when the Steelers and Ben got their first, obviously at that era. Also, speaking of quarterback news, Tom Brady re-signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. According to the terms of the deal, the Buccaneers will save $19 million on this restructure. It is a four-year contract. Few believe he will actually serve all four years of the quarterback terms. This is a two-year play, right? This is this season and maybe next?
2: I thought so, but I mean, how many times can I keep saying Tom Brady's going to be done? Like, this keeps happening over and over again. And can we stop praising Tom Brady for giving back more money? If my wife was worth that much more than me also at Tom Brady, like, money means nothing to But him. what's
0: it got to do with him doing his job? What's it got to do with his well, value?
2: Him giving back some of the money makes him look better because they get more pieces.
0: It a Well, more than looking good, what Tom Brady wants is, is pieces. He wants weapons, right? Chris Godwin got the franchise tag, but he wants some of those dudes that Bruce Arians drunk at the boat parade said your ass is coming back shut (laughs) it right now your ass is coming back too he was writing all these checks he can't cash Tom Brady restructures this deal four years saves 19 million saves 19 million and now some of those things can happen remember this happens after you find out the salary cap decreases by a very similar number
2: very similar number yeah, and that, that's something I have an issue with, too, with the salary crap. Cap. Salary cap, not salary crap. Salary cap, crap. But it is crap, though. <laughs> college they ba- ju- one bad year, and they decrease it like this, knowing they have a TV streaming deal right around the corner.
0: And the numbers don't add up. It's business. College basketball, where tournament play continues, except for Virginia, now out of the ACC tournament, following a positive test. Uh, more bad news in college basketball, following, of course, Duke announcing their season would be ended also as a result of a walk-on player who also tested positive. This is a problem in all conferences. And now you start to wonder what happens if this happens during the actual NCAA tournament. What is the contingency plan? Do you have, as we have in tennis, the lucky loser? So if a team beats a team, but then the team that's victorious can't play two days later because of a positive, does the lucky loser team then get
2: to? How does this affect gambling?
0: Or does it become an automatic buy?
2: I would say, judging by what I think college basketball do, I think they're going to go bye, right? I don't know. I can't, they can't bring back a losing team. Probably not. It's probably a bye.
3: I think that'd be pretty cool, though, if a losing team came back and kept winning.
0: It happens in tennis where the lucky loser gets to then play the next match, and then they actually win that match, yeah. so they're too ahead of where they should have been.
3: How mad
2: would you are you if you're the person who lost to the lucky loser? Because they should have been out. Well, they yeah. should have been
0: out, but you should have played whoever was that beat you, so actually you should be grateful that you got the loser of that match, not the winner. Just turns out they on this they were better than you.
2: You should get the power. You have to get the power. Gambling, what does it do? Um,
0: well, gambling, it will certainly be a problem with odds to win it all. So when it's you know Illinois plus four fifty, and then there then maybe a refund if in fact they can't. It's not that they lose, but that they are no longer in it. Some sports books have done that already, like for. You know, people that bet on Duke to win the ACC, etc. Some of the sports books have said, "Yeah, you get a refund because it's now no action." Like in tennis, if you're betting tennis, um, two sets must be completed uh, by most sports books for it to be official. Others offshore say, "Uh-uh, one point, you know, one ball in the air, whatever happens." It's over. happens these players retire yeah, yeah, during yeah. a match, and sometimes, like Rafa Nadal, has had matches where he was injured, hurt, hurt. And he just waited for that set to be finished. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Because now all these people would have just got a refund on you. Instead, people that bet on you are going to lose because you finished out that second set. So that's a future play that would be different. Also, in our Sports Center update, being brought to you by John C. Cassidy, Houston Texans coach David Culley meets with the media, answers questions about their commitment to quarterback Deshaun Watson and answers that Watson is committed to the team on media not letting this go and what they need to realize is when david Culley says he's committed to the houston texans it means we have a legal document you see this see this piece of paper he signed his commitment to us he's legally committed to us he doesn't know what Deshaun is thinking or feeling but i'll say this he did a football podcast before he met the media yesterday and on that podcast with a couple of dudes from the nfl network he sang a tomb that said, well, he's our quarterback for now. For now, anyway, things change. You know things change.
2: Yeah, I blame the PR. That that was a disaster. The PR team had to get him ready for those questions. He stumbled and staggered. and it was like he's a Texan. He's committed to us because he's a Texan. I
0: know he wants to be helpful. He's that guy. He's waited 27 years for the opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL. Um, but with that said, you have to know what is your role, your lane, what's not. And it's okay to say, I wouldn't have access to the information. That's a question for ownership. That's a question for the front office. I'm just here to coach the players. You understand he's under contract. I'm just here to coach the players that are at practice.
2: That's the easy answer. I'm here to coach players. But he wants
0: to be helpful. He doesn't want to throw them under the bus like they're throwing him under the bus. You know, some people think David Culley's being a sacrificial lamb, that he's being thrown to the wolves. Quick, bring in a blackhead coach. Make Deshaun Watson happy. Silence and quiet this. But he's also a likable guy who... Yeah, who Yes to the front office And understood Is he getting you i tell you what You know Washington Before they dropped their name Ron Rivera got used by Washington Yeah Who suddenly gave him all this power All this voice and whatever Because they knew We got a real culture problem We got a sexual harassment Suit that's going to get settled and solved We got real problems Bring in that minority Who is a great story who's fighting cancer who can suddenly be all things boy did they use ron rivera to fit all of their needs and all of their drama and all of their troubles
2: david coley's not ron rivera
0: no not at all
2: but it's an attempt but it's a bad attempt it's a bad attempt yeah
0: it's really unfair to him is what it is and finally in our sports center update patrick ewing voicing his displeasure at Madison Square Garden and security personnel after being asked for credentials and passes during the Big East Tournament. Quote, I thought it was my building. Everybody in this building should know who the hell I am, said Patrick Ewing, who then said someone called James Dolan, is my jersey still hanging in the rafters? And certainly number 33 is. This Sports Center update was brought to you by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning. 561 863 6750 for John C. Cassidy. Uh, back to the David Culley situation. He's not lying when he says Deshaun Watson is committed to us. He's got a piece of paper that says that. If the follow up question was, do you think he wants to play here? Well, then his answer's got to be, you'd have to ask Deshaun that.
2: Yeah, but the follow up was, why? Why do you think he's committed? And he just said, because he's, he's committed to us. He he's on the court. Because he's a Houston Texan.
0: That's exactly right. But that's the right answer. But you have. There's a reason why Doug Peterson's not in Philly anymore.
2: But just just say, I'm going to coach the guys who are out in front of Correct. me. Correct, so easy.
0: Correct, but these coaches don't always get the media training that they should as far as Doug Peterson. The reason he's not the coach of the Eagles isn't because he decided to put in Nate Sudfeld late in that game in which the Giants then couldn't go to the, to the playoffs. It's because dealing with the media, he seemed uncertain. Dealing with the media, he seemed as though – He couldn't communicate or correlate with his locker room. And the locker room just said, yo, what is he doing? We don't want that." And then it all fell apart. But you know he wasn't making those decisions on his own. You know those decisions were coming from above. And he still lost his job because he couldn't go to the press conference and say, "Uh, folks, here's what it is. Learn how to talk to the media in Philadelphia. And they may not like it, but it's going to make people go, all right, you're going to shut them down. Pearson blew it. I mean, he screwed he couldn't have been worse. Just give him nothing. Just give him nothing. Give him nothing. That's fine. Cully, you know, didn't want to throw the front office under the bus. But what's fascinating is the podcast he did an hour before where it was just the, you know, the boys from the NFL network, he was like, "Yeah, he's a quarterback for now. I mean, things change, you know, it's a ways away, but for now that's the case."
2: But you are very media savvy. So you've been doing this a long time. Yeah. You know that when you're sitting down on a podcast like that, you can get a little loose in the tongue. You can forget who you're talking to. Yep. And if the interviewers don't have the, your right interest, they'll get stuff out of you. Of course. They know they can. Of course. So, I mean, he, he really just, he needs to be trained on how to deal with the media. He doesn't know which way he's going to go because he got played on both sides.
0: Right. He was with his boys, and it was all cool, and it was just, you know, hey, it's what it is. It's a just more us 14. talking. Right. And then an hour later with the media... That were trying to grill him and trying to press him and trying to put him up against it He then sang a very different tune that no one was buying because they know you're just bsing us and that's okay You know, I mean I was in a deposition for three hours the other morning and it's the same question over and over again Rephrased over and over again And if you tell the truth, you got nothing to remember
2: and if you tell the truth They may not like the truth, but here's what it is. That's like those job interview things they do now when you go out for like real jobs, not radio jobs, but yeah. like you're, you're really actually in the, in the work world, mm-hmm. they make you fill out all these surveys and it's the same question, 900 different ways. Sure. It is the absolute worst. Yeah. It's the worst.
0: So we got to get back on the, uh, Patrick Ewing situation. Is that a case of entitlement or, or is, is that a case of he's right? Like that's Patrick Ewing. We'll get into it next. home team on ESPN one oh six three.
1: Three. This is Josh Cohen and the home team broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine studios Anajar and Levine accident attorneys call 1-800-747-3 that's 1-800-747-3733 on the new ESPN 1063 shout out to my guys from
0: BB&T now known as Truist Tony Coley, University of Miami legend Jason and gang hope to see you guys next weekend at uh, the Honda Classic. bb Now Truist, understands that building a recovery takes a village. First of all, I want to thank bb which is Now Truist, for what they did during the pandemic this past year for small businesses and small business people with PPP loans and going above and beyond for those who just want to keep the business going. bb Now Truist, donated $50 million to help our communities through the Truist Cares initiative. And we're talking about right here, South Palm Beach County in Boca, the YMCA. In Pahokee, the Anquan Bolden Bolden Foundation, excuse me. The Center for Child Counseling in the Gardens. In Riviera Beach, the Alpha Omega Alliance. Also in Riviera Beach, the Housing Partnership. And the Urban League of Palm Beach County in West Palm Beach. This is a bank that cares about Main Street and community and cares about your story and the relationship. Check out a BB&T, now truest branch near you the official banking partner of the NFL, the Miami Dolphins and the Atlanta Falcons. Congratulations once again. bb now truest, T-R-U-I-S-T dot com. bb now truest, all they see is you. And speaking of seeing, security at Madison Square Garden apparently this week wanted to see Patrick Ewing, head coach of Georgetown, the Hoyas, they want to see his credentials. Um, is this a case of we don't know who you are or is it a case of, yeah, well, the policy is the policy. It doesn't matter. The policies are the policy. I need to see your credentials so you can go down this hallway, sir.
2: It's got to be the policy, right? Because everyone be. knows who Ewing is. He, he doesn't look like other people. He looks like Patrick Ewing.
0: Well, first of all, there's a college basketball tournament taking place. Okay. <laughs> You're seven feet tall. Yep. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Odds are good that you probably belong here
2: you're probably a part of this. You're wearing all Georgetown because he was right. wearing Georgetown, yeah.
0: Clothes, and you're with the other guys that are all in you, uni- right? So, I mean, the rules are rules. Security, security. We get that. I don't want to lose my job. I want to get in trouble. But is there a little bit of entitlement here? Because don't forget, you know, Spike Lee had a similar complaint just over a year ago, where he's canceling his Knicks tickets. I'm not doing it anymore. I've paid over what do you say, nine hundred thousand dollars worth of tickets and uh, nobody told me, and they embarrassed me. And he, Part of this, Christine, has got to be entitlement, where it's like, I've always come here, I've always done this. Spike Lee kept yelling on that camera. Somebody, you know, shot cell phone video. He said, nobody told me. Nobody told me. Somebody could have told me. Nobody told me. Because, like, sir, you have to exit, you have to leave, you have to go outside, go around the other side, enter there. If you're Spike Lee, getting in and out of Madison Square Garden during a game has to be a bit of a project, has to be a bit of a hassle, has to be a lot of... Raising your hand, waving, uh, having to take a selfie, or at least turn towards the camera, has to be a lot of that. Once you're in the building, you imagine he's like, okay, good. Like walking with Stephen A. Smith, really, really difficult. Stephen A. does kind of bring it upon himself, but walking with Stephen A. Smith, like at the Rose Bowl, 2015, um, for the first playoff game ever, Florida State and Oregon, you notice he can't go three feet without selfies. He can't go three feet without pictures, and that. So he's got to get dropped off right next to. Him. When he's got to walk a half a mile up to the stadium, forget about it. It's a two-hour process. Spike Lee, now, obviously he, you know, people know who he is. But Patrick Ewing, I mean, he played there for 15 years. He's, you know, he leads the franchise in every major category: points, rebounds, steals, assists. Is there a little bit of entitlement? Like, okay, yeah, here's my pass, or has he got reason, Tina, to be like, yo, um, you know, everyone should know who the hell I am? That's what he said.
3: I think there's a little bit of entitlement there, but yeah. where he's at, I feel like everyone should know who he is. And, you know, but again, I also think it's protocol because yeah. when we do events, you know, you got to show your past to get through here. And, you know, yeah, but when
0: we do events, I mean, look it. <laughs> we know who we are, right? So the people at MSG should know who Patrick Ewing is. Part of that yeah. is just him feeling like, like, why am I getting stopped for this? But I've been at the US Open. And I've been in the player's lounge and I've been going into the cafeteria and they scan you when you leave the player's lounge, your credential, and they scan you when you enter the player cafeteria, lounge cafeteria. And I was walking with Roger Federer ahead of me and the girls that were doing the little scan thing were like, So I need to see your pass. And I was like, And he didn't, he didn't say anything. He just grabbed his pass, okay. flipped it over, and they scan it. But that's Roger Federer. Jack Nicholas, don't forget, a few years ago at Augusta. They asked. They needed to see his credentials. They said, and he was like, um, "I don't." And the other guy came over. And he's like, "Oh no, no, he's good. Security job, just security guard, just doing his job." But that's yeah, Jack.
2: But Ewing in the garden, right? Like, he is New York. You think of Knicks, you would think of Patrick Ewing. Correct. Or is that time passed and we're just old and 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 the new generation of security maybe doesn't think. Does it he's need
0: Ewing? to be a public thing though? I mean, look, they won the game. He shouldn't be frustrated about anything. Couldn't that be something behind the scenes where he's like, "Yo," but then, you know. Is it because of Oakley getting thrown out? Is it because of Spike Lee having his issues? Where it's like, why are you guys being like this? You guys are acting all brand new. We've been here for decades.
2: I think it's more, yeah, especially the Oakley part. It might be he's trying to say, like, don't forget the generation that made the Knicks even relevant. Because without that little run of, what was it, the early 90s? Really, the 90s. Yeah. Without that run, mid to late, the Knicks have been nothing. Haven't been
0: anything. They haven't been to the NBA Finals since '99, and that was a strike-shortened season. They only played 50 games that year. Spurs won it anyways, but that's the last time. '94 they went. OJ won on the Bronco chase. People watched that instead of the Knicks game.
2: But uh, even, even the years they didn't win in those '90s, they were losing to the Bulls, who would win no. the championship the anyway. Heat. Yeah. But those were the main. You know, the, sure. they were the big rivalry. They were the big story. Yeah. Ewing was the big. He, you think of top 50 players. Ewing's in there as like that that generation of the Jordan, the Dream Team. Like Ewing should get that respect in the garden
0: for sure, without question. But the most cringe-worthy question that I've ever heard from a celebrity is always the same question. The most it cr- just makes me cringe is when someone says, "Don't you know who I am?"
2: I mean, I do that when I cover high school Stop football it. games. Stop I walked right, right in, right into the stadium.
0: When you see a headline like Reese Witherspoon when she got pulled over that time and she said to the cops, "Like, don't you know who I am?" Well, first of all, if you're asking the question, the answer is already no.
2: Or they don't care. Or they don't care.
0: Dean Thomas got a speeding ticket. Remember, he told the story, getting ticket on the turnpike, and as soon as he got done signing, you know, the ticket and getting, you know, his part of it, the cop said to him, "Before you go, can I get an autograph?" (laughs) And and Dean, we still laugh about it because this dude was a fan of Dean the Fighter. This was like fifteen years ago. This trooper was a fan of Dean the Fighter, but was just doing his job, and he gave him a speeding ticket
2: anyways. You see? Did Dean gave him the autograph? Dean gave him the autograph. I would have said, I just gave you one on the table. That's
0: exactly what I told him, because that's what happened to me when I was almost late to the Boca Bowl two years ago, because there was a boot on my car in my reserved spot in my garage. (laughs) If you park anywhere other than your spot, you get a boot. You have to be in your spot. I was in my spot. They put a boot on it. I've got to get to FAU, because we're on the air literally in like an hour and a half. So you got to call, the truck comes, the guy comes, whatever, and so... I'm like, yo, he's like, it's $60, I'm in my spot, I'm sorry, whatever, you got to take it up with your front desk, you got to take it up with them, blah, 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 blah. And so I was furious, I'm like, what, so I just paid the dude, and yeah, he, pretended yeah. he didn't have change, right, he's like, I don't have change, I said, man, you got change, Yeah. He I don't, so then I went and found my own, and paid him exactly whatever it was, so there was no need to break change, and so then he's like, Yo. He's like, uh, yo, uh, can I get an autograph? I said, I just, signed the, uh, I just signed your receipt right there. There's your autograph. Move your truck. Move your truck.
2: Yeah, I'd be pissed.
0: So I can go. And then I had to get there literally just in time.
2: Although, can I tell you, I'd rather have the boot than the sticker they put on when you put it on. Oh, because those things don't come off. They don't ever come off. They're the worst.
0: The orange sticker on the window, and then everybody knows for
2: months <laughs> that you got a boot at some point. Because it's got like, the, the trails are always there. That
0: adhesive is the strongest adhesive in the world. It never goes away. Ever. It never goes away. There may be a little bit of entitlement, to be honest, with Patrick Ewing. There may be a little bit of – that doesn't need to be a public thing. You know what I'm saying? You think he
2: was trying to take attention off his team or bring attention to his team and make them relevant?
0: I think that he's just like, yo, I'm Patrick Ewing. Like, I ran this town. Like, do you know who I am? My number isn't there. I looked at it the whole time we was inside this building. You young people need to know who I am. But the worst thing you can ever ask is, don't you know who I am? That's the worst thing. you. If you have any semblance of fame, notoriety, don't ever ask that. Because the people you ask that to will never, ever forget
2: that you asked them that. I ask that all the time in my house. Do you know who I am? <laughs>
0: and then your kids are like, uh, yeah, but we still don't listen.
2: <laughs> I don't respect you. I know who you
0: are. It then. is what it is. Uh, a second hour that's much busier than the first, we assure you. A lot to get to and a lot of ground still yet to cover, including Christina getting embarrassed and generational jeopardy. We have Land Rover Palm Beach above and beyond. Uh, we got it busy, as I mentioned. Plus, Jordan Sherwood joins us for UFC Fight Night. We'll get some uh, some free picks, some winners as well. It is the home team back for hour two inside the cocktail hour on ESPN 106.3.